Hey guys, welcome to the Coffee and Coaching Podcast. I am Coach Kamara. I'm Coach Jack G. We hope you enjoy today's episode. We hope you take a lot of value away from it. And we might even make you laugh a little bit. We started this podcast to help empower and inspire you to take control and create the life that you want to lead. But remember, everything we say is our opinion. We're not medical professionals. So if we talk about anything that you want to implement into your life, please go and speak to your doctor first. If you enjoy the episode and you enjoy the podcast, please subscribe, share it with anyone that you think might take value from it. And if you can share it on your social media, it would be massively, massively appreciated. That's enough of that. Let's get into today's episode. Snowden tomorrow. Snowden tomorrow. Um, I've just went and spammed like 200 quid on loads of shit from the Decathlon. Nice. So, did you go to the Decathlon? It's sick, isn't it? Yeah, it's so much. Well, I mean, say spam 200 quid like it's a bad thing. That's like probably really cheap. Yeah, I got I've 200 quid these shorts of the Decathlon. They're so good. Oh my like, God, sorry. I thought you just said them shorts are 200 quid. No. <laughs> not to punch you in the face. No. Um, <laughs> yeah, I care that much about comfy shorts. Um, I've just spent 200 quid in the Decathlon, but for the triathlon stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I had to buy a triathlon suit. You know, like a one-piece. Mad. Yeah. What else yeah. did you need to get? I don't know whether you want to get a bike and all that shit. I've lent a bike off me, mate. You won't be able to see it probably watching the podcast. Uh, no, it's a picture of me on my phone, so. Well, yeah, if you WhatsApp me. WhatsApp me so we can put yeah. it up on the screen. <laughs> Please, this. if you're listening to this, just stop. What are you doing? Yeah. Go on YouTube yeah. and watch this because this, this is the gayest photo I've ever seen in my life. Is it worse than that one where he photoshopped his face? In the <laughs> it's not that bad. It's, it's not quite that, that bad. bad. But, uh, but it's that. <laughs> 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 yeah. <coughs> oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's a strange feeling like, being all in Lycra. You look like such a mother. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Now I was going to do is learn to swim. What do you mean? Like learn to swim open water or just learn to swim full stop? Learn to swim far enough to finish the swim part of the run. Are you enough, enough good swimming? 750 metres, mate. There's no way. I'm going to 30 lengths non-stop in open water. So. Yeah, obviously I'd be ruthless, but um, how are you like swimming normally? I could probably get about four lengths before I'm gassed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it'll, I imagine you can part of your programmers to try and drop some weight because it's going to be heavy fucking doing triathlon well At yeah 110, 110 kilos 100 like kilos that. 235 that's 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 a, that's heavy for the triathlon yeah. you'll be fucked you're going to need to pull some serious weight off me like serious I don't know whether I'm going to you know I'm just going to I'm not going to change my food from what it is now it'll just come off naturally it'll come off yeah. the, 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 the amount of training that I'm going to do over the next couple of weeks is way above anything I've been doing in terms of like mm metabolic output like 60k bike rides and shit yeah. um, it's going to be horrible so my food's going to naturally go up so I'm leaving my food where it is now this is good for the podcast really if, you, if you're listening and planning around something to do with like an event because I was in like a fat loss phase mm-hmm. but I was still gaining strength every training session so I was like sound losing weight still getting stronger leave my food where it is um, and then it was like starting to get like okay I'm fucking knackered by the mm. end of the week <laughs> maybe we need to like back the train off a bit but now I'm going to be like okay I'm just going to do that you're going to get those adapt- adaptations in in skill increase yeah. from swimming and cycling where I'll I'll get better over mm. the first like four or five weeks and then hit that wall and be like okay I probably need to put my food up a little bit so for the first four or five weeks I'll lose some weight Yeah. but then for the like last six to seven I can't afford to be in a deficit because I need yeah, yeah, no. I need the performance rather than the weight loss 
yeah from food so but also at the same time losing weight would increase performance wouldn't it so that's just something you need to consider yeah it's you let's say you just dropped off five kilos you'd probably add or pull off 20 minutes from your time yeah i don't know what i mean i've just I put 20 minutes yeah. out, out, of, out of thin <laughs> air i don't know but you'd, you'd obviously see a significant increase it's like the like, thing for me <clears throat> is that would help on the bike and the run because i'll be lighter because it won't really affect the swim because you don't weigh anything more to do you like and I'm not going to be smaller as in creating less drag in the water. Mm. Like, look at Michael Phelps. He's a big gangly fuck. He's not, he's not light, is he? Like, it's, it, I don't think it affects yeah. swimmers as much as it affects, like, a cyclist or a runner. Like, they want to be light so that they're not carrying as much weight yeah, on I land. Know what you mean. But they're the two parts of it that I'm not even slightly phased about. It's only 20k on the bike and it's only 5k running. Yeah. And yet, at the end, like, by the time he gets to the 5k, I'm going to be, if I don't feel myself right, I'm going to be fucked. Yeah. But it's the swim. Yeah. yeah. The swim's going to fuck me. Yeah. There's a cutoff time. I might, I'm like right at the point where I'm at now, I'm worrying, am I actually going to make the cutoff time for the swim? <laughs> and the cutoff time's like an hour. Where they say, get the fuck out the pool. Where they say, like, if you out don't come water. in within an hour, that's it. See you later. What, like, they pull you out because you might die or like, just fuck off? Just there's no point carrying on with the event. Yeah. Really? Yeah, there's like a cutoff, like, if you no. don't come in within same with this no, it's not going to take you an hour lad to do 30 lengths it won't it would now because <laughs> I'd be breast yeah. I'd be breaststroking after like four <laughs> lengths like <laughs> <laughs> my armbands on fucking splashing everywhere <laughs> it's going to be so bad because I've got to find somewhere to swim early in the morning and what's going to be I mean I, I kind of enjoy like we're, we're, you're, you'll get this like going into something where you're not good at it yeah, yeah. and being around people and being the shit one yeah, yeah. Like, there's a sick little part of me that kind of enjoys that. Yeah. But, like, I'm going to turn up to, like, a swimming bath at, like, six in the morning and there's going to be, like, 50, 60, 70-year-old men and women in mm. their ballies and their swim caps just leisurely. Just flying. Flying past me. You know them people who swim and there's no splash and they're just... Yeah. Like, <laughs> just dead calm. And yep. then it's just going to be me, like, <laughs> just everywhere, like, gasping for air for, like until I can until I can calm down yeah 100% yeah uh, so yeah that'll be good I haven't swam for years no neither have I I haven't swam since I was in the army I don't think I swam since I was in school apart from when I've been in the sea on holiday but that's not really swimming it's not really no you're just fucking however I get loads water. of cold water exposure because I've got to swim in yeah, the yeah. docks got to go and do some open water swimming nice. which is good did you do that Um, you know that five day thing that you did where I think you were planning to do I was like, planning to do it did you not do the cold water thing people just didn't pick up on it yeah. like it got people in the challenge and then when I started like saying what we were going to do they were just like nah I'm alright you know <laughs> I was like what come on like people I'm going to be there let's go and fucking get in the water like it'd be sick no one no one put their hand up and I was just like ah pussies people are muppets really though like <laughs> why did you sign up do you know what I mean this is about pushing yourself further is what it is. It is what it is. But yeah, anyway, going back to Snowden, I got some shoes, some pants, a coat, a backpack, and some gloves for for 200 quid. Sick. Which is fine. It's like full, Sound, nah, yeah, full rig out. Have you got, have you got a hat, like a warm hat? I've already got a hat. Yeah. Like a, an, an Under Armour. Like, yeah. Yeah, like, like a like a beanie yeah, sort yeah. of thing. Yeah. One of them. Like a swimming cap, yeah. but not. Yeah. 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 One of them. <laughs> Um, um, you bring in the air press 
Yeah, man. We're brewing up. 100%. Nice. Um, it's going to be like minus one by the Is time it? we go. Yeah, it's going to be cold. Sick. That, let, me look at, let me look at what's the, what's the weather actually saying for it. Uh, ice. No rain. Just ice, ice from eight till midday. Nice. And obviously that's, I think that's taken from ground level. So like the higher we get, it'll get a little bit colder at the top as well. Nice. It was like ice, like big snowballs last time hit me on the face. So I'm going after this to buy snowballs. like a... Hitting you in the face. Yeah, like little More people throwing snowballs at you. What no, you like mean? it was coming like falling like out the sky. sideways. Yeah, like <laughs> side, like they were like like little pellets. Yeah. Like it wasn't like hail. It was like big, big pellets. It was painful, like slapping off my cold nose and stuff. Fucking hell. So I'm gonna go and get a little. Yeah, uh, I was about to say that I might get a snood now. Yeah, a little snood, and maybe some like glasses or some. Um. Yeah, just a pair of fucking sunglasses. Put me fucking snowboarding goggles on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. People brought them up uh, in Ben Nevis. Yeah, <laughs> I wish I'd have had them. It was it was bad. You needed them up in Ben Nevis because the yeah. wind was that bad. Sick. Yeah, gonna go and smash snow now tomorrow. I'm excited. On. Basically, fucking Nims, Nims Perger, man. He was on Rogan, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. I haven't listened to it. Like, I listened to it. It was good. He's, was it good? Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's funny. He's just a mad, mad. He's just mad. He's just mad in the head. Yeah. He's no, just. I feel like he's just like a kid playing, but like doing like the maddest shit in yeah. the world. But he just doesn't give a fuck. It's like it's like the way a, a kid will just like be dead excited about like climbing walls or something. Yeah. But he's, he's just, just climbing fucking Mount Everest instead and doing just the most dangerous shit on the planet. But he's just like just dead chilled and relaxed. Like he, he was talking about someone fucking stole his oxygen. Or like fucking one one of the most like dangerous mountains at some mad dangerous point yeah and he was still laughing about it going yeah I just told myself that fucking someone needed it and no one stole it and then told a lie to himself and just went up without oxygen he's just a mad cunt mad mad but sick look at him look at him he's a fucking sick he got stuck did you watch that 14 peaks where he got stuck on his own coming down yeah 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 the 14 yeah, highest peaks in the world yeah he done 14 peaks the 14 the 14 in highest year, peaks in the whole world it? in seven months seven months and the previous record was seven years and 11 months and like 18 days Three peaks was bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's mad yeah and he he was on the part on, on rogan going I, I knew it could have been done in four months but like i was expecting some stuff to go wrong so like all the shit that went wrong like he had to like rescue people off the mountains and yeah yeah, just, yeah. Man, he got airlifted off one of them didn't he on the way coming coming down did he? Yeah, yeah. Didn't know that. Yeah, like because of it, like they go up in stages, don't they? To get like acclimatized, yeah. and like they have to keep bringing kit up to each, like each, but not base camp, but each camp on the way up. Yeah. And I think he got caught in like fucking really bad weather, or he got got exposed at, at like to like really bad weather, and they had to like airlift him off Mad. and fucking take him out, take him away somewhere. Mad. Mad. But anyway basically nims so basically that's what we're doing that's basically what we're doing it's basically tomorrow yeah but like well harder <laughs> um this coffee sound and that's it full stop right. well in brighter news while i was waiting for you um i got a double espresso because i haven't had any coffee yet today um and it was really really nice was it yeah from 92 so i don't take everything back i meant it all um <laughs> But you've redeemed yourself today, ninety two. Do you know what? Do you it's know a good. It was a good coffee. Do you know? Do you remember West Coast coffee that I was talking about? Yeah. They actually get there. They have like always have a guest blend. 
on on offer, and then they use ninety two, then ninety twos roasted as their like main yeah main coffee when they do espressos and lattes and shit. But it's always nice from there, and just not nice from actual ninety two. <laughs> and so for me, it's just obviously it's just the person making it, isn't it? The, I I feel like looking from the outside, it's like. I feel like they may have just tried to grow the business too quickly and they're not training people up correctly. Yeah. Like it's, it's I imagine slow in there what, to get served. What it? was the first one? Where was that? Do you remember? The first ninety two? It's from Liverpool, isn't it? It says in I imagine I imagine the first door was flying and that's why they've got such a good yeah. name. But now they've opened these other ones and the people in there just aren't up to scratch, you know what I mean? But it is what it is. Just play it safe, get a latte. You can't really fuck a latte up. You much. can't fuck a latte up, can you? I mean you can. As long as you get the milk right. As long as you can frost the milk. Yeah. I mean, you can get a bad latte. I know, but I mean, from a coffee shop, like you can get a bad latte from like a van, but yeah. like from a from a like dedicated coffee shop, you can't work there if you can't do a latte. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like I make some shitty coffee at home and I just put it in a latte and it tastes fine. <laughs> like, you know, when you put like, I'll just, sometimes I can't be bothered getting the scale out and like weighing the shot. And I'll do it and the shot will come out and it's like this big. I'm like, fuck, that's a latte. It's <laughs> <laughs> fine then. It's just a really strong latte. Well, it's not actually. It's just, you can't really taste the coffee in it then. Yeah. Because it's just a week. But uh, yeah, um, you can't fuck a latte up. No, it's, it's, it's very hard to fuck a latte up. I'm flying um, low. There you go. Free for everyone. I'm just off, just off camera with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. Um, nice. That's us banned from YouTube. <laughs> so, what are we speaking about today? Speaking about today, in simple terms, our client journey and what that means, because that probably means absolutely nothing to most people listening, why we created the things that we created and why, we're, why we do what we do. Mm -hmm. And when we get someone brand new into working with us, into our business, what we want for them and what we sort of expect from them, basically, isn't it? Mm -hmm. So we're going to go through how we figured out who it is that we work with and how we figure out how to speak to those people and, and, and get those people interested to come work with us. And then, so that's for like the coaches we know that listen to this, like that side of things. And then we're going to go through how we then materialize the results of someone brand new in to someone leaving us going smash that yeah and what all of that entails and how we've both individually pieced that together so if you are not a coach you can hopefully listen to that and go okay this is some of the stuff that i'm not doing or this is some of the stuff that i need to go and learn about or look up to apply to my life to be like okay yeah i can get my shit together or just messages yeah, I'll just message and be like, If there's something that I do that, that you like, just drop me a message. And Jack do Jack does with the clients that you like, drop him a message. I imagine a lot of I mean we obviously when when we first went online, I feel like we shared a lot of ideas. But since then we haven't really spoke about our onboarding no. system or our, our our client journey, so to speak. So it'll be actually interesting for me to see. I, yeah, I we mean, haven't actually spoke up to each other about rob, yeah. rob some ideas off yeah, each yeah, other. Yeah. Because <laughs> I've got I've got some new stuff in 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 at the minute, especially with the way coaching concierge is going at the minute. Yeah, like there's just ideas just getting thrown around constantly. So like you go on a call and you come away, you're like, oh my god, that's such a good idea. Like I'm gonna make my own version of that, or I'm gonna yeah. like 
play around with that and see how it works. So yeah, it's 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 good. I'm fucking. It's a, I'm I'm high energy at the minute. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like yeah, it's good. good um, so where do you want to start? How? I mean, you you mentioned that how we found our 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 ideal clients. What do you want? What do you want to speak about that? So yeah, what do you want to say I mean, about that, Tony? I think. For, as as a coach, if you're a coach listening to this, as a as a as a person who isn't a coach and you're just interested in maybe working with a coach, it's important to mm. know as a coach who it is that you actually want to work with, who you work well with, and who you can actually get results with. Mm. And then as a client, and then as a client, know, it's, like, is this coach appropriate for me and what I yeah. want to achieve? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like we spoke about, you know, Mark Rhodes. Don't you? I follow yeah. Mark Rhodes on Instagram, and I love his content. I love. The, the the program he's built and he trains in a way that I kind of now train and does a lot of similar stuff that I do and I considered reaching out to him to help me prep for the triathlon but he's just not the right coach for me because he's too army yeah and and that's great for him that's his that's his thing do you know what I mean I, I'm not knocking it it's he's built a fantastic business but I just couldn't you don't it's, want that. it's too much for me yeah it's yeah. it's like it's why I left because <laughs> like I don't want all of the army phrases and yeah. all that kind of stuff do you know what I mean I like he's using that because it works mm. to help people become but hard to kill um, his name is a program which is which is quite cool like yeah um I think that's a very cool I remember when I heard that I was like oh that's cool that's sick that isn't like it? imagine being hard to kill yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah he's nailed it hasn't he he's yeah. fucking nailed it it's so good uh, it's so good but yeah understanding that like I have people I, someone reached out to me this week and I'm sure you do you get on a call with someone and I say to them like they reach out for a consultation and I say look part of this call isn't just for you to find out what we do and, and how much it's going to cost you it's for me to find out whether I actually want you in in yeah. this programme with with us because yeah. and not, not in like a snotty way like no. you're not part of it but more just like you just don't fit what, what I do yeah, you're just not in you. One, you're not in the right frame of mind to 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 come on this journey. Or two, I'm just not the person for you. Mm. Like you want a body, you want a body transformation, and all you care about is is getting abs, right? So I'm not the guy for you. Yeah, come to you, and <clears throat> they want to. Even still, like for, for me, it, it's so much more than just getting shred. Like that's part yeah. of it, but like, like someone come to you and and they were like, I want to get. I want to get peeled and I want to put a load of muscle on. Oh, but by the way, I've got really bad hmm? eating eating disorder. Like I've got, I'm suffering with an eating disorder. You'd be like, right, well, I'm not the, yeah. I'm not the person for you then. Like that's not, I'm not even going to touch that. Like, I'm, and I've done that. Like me and you are not qualified to, to, to coach someone with an eating disorder. So hmm. if you come to me and tell me that, I'm like, sorry, like I don't want to turn you away. I'll refer you out. Hmm. But you're not, <laughs> you're not, you're not for me. Exactly. Well, I'm not for you, more so in that case. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah I'd, well. if you come in, I'd fuck you up. <laughs> like, I try my best, but I try my best, but I'm not. I don't know what I'm fucking yeah. doing. Do you know what I mean? I'm not qualified in that. I don't know enough about it. It's um, it's one of them that like that. It's a whole other conversation, but I feel like there's there's a lot. I, I feel like I've noticed a lot recently of seeing these signs outside of other coaches dealing with clients or posting stuff from clients, and it's just like major red flags. But they're just sort of not not seeing it and I'm just like what yeah 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 you, in fact you told me something the other day as well but that, that's not what I'm talking about I've seen it like many times but the, yeah that 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 exact scenario isn't like an isolated scenario that happens a lot yeah yeah doesn't it in 
Which is a whole other conversation, but fucking hell. Like, you need to know, as a coach, you need to know where your limitations are. Yeah. You need to know what you can and can't touch. You also need to have, like, fairly decent ethics yeah. as a coach to not see that and go, ah, it'd be a good result, though. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, 100%. <laughs> um, so, knowing, yeah, big, big circle back to that point, knowing what it is that I want to do for people has been really important for me in nailing down yeah. who I want to work with and who's a good fit Yeah, is because I have this outcome in my head of what I want someone to be able to do after having come and worked with me. There's this, and we're going to get into what exactly that is because it was really ominous, that wasn't it? There's this thing and I don't tell you exactly what it is. But I have an idea in my head of this end outcome and who that person needs to be starting off. And you don't need to be the end outcome when you come and reach out to me, but you need to have certain traits or say the right things and be in a certain place mm-hmm. and be a certain person for mm-hmm. me to go, yeah, mm-hmm. this is this is, this is is it. Let's do this. Yeah, 100%. I think as a coach, I think you naturally just find, like for, for any, obviously you're, you, you're it's taking you three years almost to get yeah. this clear. But I think at the start, for any coaches who are listening who are just starting out, it's more just like, you're going to work with the fucking everyone. And then you'll find out what you're good at and who you click with the most. So I noticed that I was better at getting body transformations yeah. with lads that are sort of like my age-ish. So 18 to 26 yeah. sort of age range at first. And you noticed that you were working better with females, probably sort of, what what, what age would you About say? About my age-ish. Yeah. A little bit younger, sometimes a little bit older. Yeah. Um, and then you just sort of fall into that and then it refines further and further yeah. and further. And then you get to a point where three years in, we're still refining it yeah. and becoming more clear on who that, that person is. So it, it's one of them things like you can sit here and go, oh, I work with this person. But like in six months, it might be slightly it's different. ever evolving, isn't yeah. it? Like, because as we evolve as humans, our drive to help the world and help this certain type of person may change a little bit depending upon what we're going through and as your skill set changes as well, like as you grow as a coach, like I said this, I said this to Rachel the other day, like she was saying about like how busy she was and like people wanting session times on like Saturday mornings and stuff. And I was like, three months in mate, yeah, you're just going to have to eat shit. <laughs> like yeah. it is what it is. Like you want to get busy, you want to be, you want to be good. Yeah. You've just got to eat shit. Like we yeah. both done it. Yeah. first year just doing like 60 hours 70 hour weeks mm-hmm. just not sleeping like coming home bed up gym home <laughs> sleep up gym like day yeah, after day after day in the changing room oh just like, like inhaling food like yeah. in the five minute gap you've got between clients like because someone's turned up late so you can quickly run to the fucking run to the office and eat something like i was like it's it, like that it is what it is and you've got like but even still like you say you're three months in we're about three years in we've still got to eat shit 100 percent. like there's like, times where like yeah like it's just a bit less shit than we used to yeah, have to eat. you can be a little bit more picky yeah on calls and yeah be a little bit more picky with who comes into the business but mm-hmm. again there's still times where like you've got to get it done just you've got bills to pay like i need people in the business so like yeah. there's times where i've just like i've i've been on calls with people and and gone oh, this person's gonna be a fucking nightmare <laughs> But tax is due soon, so 
okay. <laughs> Start on Monday. And then it's four months of, four months of banging my head against the wall. And yeah. sometimes you need to do that because you need to make money. Yeah. And then I think that's happened so much where I've got to the point where it's just like, I'm not doing that anymore. Yeah. I'd rather lose the money. Yeah. Than bang me head against the wall. How many conversations have I had with you over the past like two years <laughs> where I've just done that and then just got really frustrated? Yeah. It's just not worth it. Um, yeah, it's not worth that, it for that, the person that, either that's, though. That's not like, even, there's not even to say anything bad about the, the, if you come in and cause your coach a load of stress, there's not necessarily anything wrong with that person. It just means that the, the relationship wasn't correct. Yeah. It wasn't the right person. That's it. And, and, and I always blame me. We've had this conversation before. Yeah, yeah. If it goes wrong, it's my fault. Yeah. 100%. If you don't get the result that you asked for, if you get really frustrated every single week, that's my fault. Mm-hmm. One, shouldn't have signed you up. Or two, should have done more to get you the results. Like it's all, it always falls on me because you've hired me as your mm-hmm. coach to do that. So when that happens and I get frustrated, I'm not frustrated. I'm never frustrated at the person. I'm frustrated at me for not mm. making it happen. Do you know what I mean? And that's when I come to you that I'm fucking frustrated. I feel like... Within reason, though, because there is a certain point where people just need to take their own responsibility. We could do everything in the world to put that person in a position of everything within our power, and it still might not be enough. And if that person was to be in a different headspace and be able to drive themselves a little bit further or be able to pull something out of themselves, it would happen. But sometimes, again, we could argue the opposite because it's your job then to pull that out yeah. of you. Yeah, so yeah. asking the right question. Again, it's, it's, it's tough, yeah. isn't it? It, it? That's why I love this job. It is what it's, it's a constant, like, you just constantly it's like, work. It's like a puzzle. Yeah, no one's, no one's the same. No. Are they? Like, you have a lot of similar conversations, but no one's the same. There's like, everyone's got their own shit going on, so it's, yeah. I love it. It's boss. So, yeah, so working out who, who you work best with and who you want to work with, I think is important as well because as as you said, yeah, it's who you work best with. Yeah. But if you want to work with the person and it's the type of person that is the correct is the correct person for you to take them on a journey that's fulfilling for you as a yeah. coach. That's as well massively as important. Because if I yeah. if, like it's not to say that I, I mean, well actually yeah, it is to say if let let's say I got like a a fifty year old Mary, like Ross said last week, I I could get I could get them to lose 10 pounds and feel a little bit better yeah. and that would be sound but it's not the same feeling for me as getting a 23 year old yeah who's got like great shape but just has never been lean shredded and diced yeah. and just unbelievable looking unbelievable like that's just not it's not the same feeling for me so it's about and that's the luxury of being your own your own boss isn't it being able Massively. to yeah choose the avatar of client that you actually want to work with yeah. to fulfill you as a person and then that manifests in, into into bettering their life as well yeah I think that's been a really important shift for me in my head Um, we had this conversation the other week like yeah. oh yeah I get to choose yeah. I get to choose who I work with don't I obviously uh, it was like a stupid stupid light bulb moment because I was just snowed in like in my own head yeah. and it was that it was that like I was trying to do something that doesn't fulfill me. Mm. Even though I'm working with people who's, that's their goal. They've come to me for this goal and I'm trying to help them achieve that goal and they're happy achieving that goal. That's not fulfilling me because I don't care enough about it. Mm-hmm. So I can do the job because I understand the science behind it and how to apply yeah. the principles, but it, it's not fulfilling for me. And if it's not fulfilling, 
it's like getting a burger from someone in Mackey's. Like they don't give a fuck about the burger. They're yeah. just there to earn a wage. They're not going to put all of their potential yeah. energy into that. Whereas if you go to like a fucking gourmet burger restaurant and the restaurant owner is the chef, mm. he's going to put his heart and soul into every single burger that he makes and it, it, mm. the, he's going to wipe the plate so it's fucking sparkly clean when he sends it out. And that's, that's what was happening. And I'll admit that like back end of last year, I was churning out shit. I was doing shit for me clients doing shit for the business because it just wasn't fulfilling what I was doing for me and that's massively important that yeah. you need to feel fulfilled you need to actually fucking enjoy mm. doing that shit and the last like six months I've nailed down on that and now it's fucking like I told you like checking day to day can't fucking wait like yeah yeah just more so for like the what's to come for people mm. and I, I was I said a bit of a, a bit of a an, uh, a back and forth at Mark this week on uh, on Slack over this. On Slack, what do you mean? Slack, you know, it's like what's like a messaging system. Um, so that's how we we all communicate in the yeah. in the thing now. And he was like, because I told him sort of what I want to do, and he was like, you keep just changing your mind, you keep trying to make something new and all this. And I was like, no luck. Listen, I think I've jumped ahead. Like, obviously, a lot of people reach out to me for fat loss. Like, that's initially what they want. Great sound, I can do that for you. But I'm not about fat loss. Like, I'm not a fat loss coach. Like, yes, come to me to lose weight, but I want you to do fucking more with your life. Mm. That's why it's called Level 10 Life, and that's what was missing from from what I was doing that wasn't fulfilling me. Mm-hmm. And so that's what this whole new signature program is about. It's about like, okay, great, yeah, you want to lose weight because you don't like your body's sound, but then what? Mm. And it's the then what that gets me fucking excited. Mm. Um, yeah. Like I've, I, you've, how many times have I said to you, fat loss is boring? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And for some coaches, it's not. For a lot of fucking coaches in the UK, yeah, like it's your, it's your lived experience because you yeah. got shredded and it was nothing, didn't do anything, yeah. and then you were like, right, well then what? And then what? And now you found something yeah. for yourself, and now you want to bring that to other people. Yeah, yeah. So like, great, let's help you lose weight, but then what? And it's the then what that mm-hmm. like. So I'm very similar to you in the sense that. I have no emotional attachment to fat loss. Yeah. But I spoke about this before. It's the, it's what happens to the person on the way to becoming that, to attaining that physique yeah. that excites me. So like, I don't really give a fuck about like how anyone looks or how I look or whatever, but it's more just like being able to show that level of discipline, that level of dedication in order to achieve that physique. Yeah. You have to become a certain person. You have to, you I've I've said this on a, on a previous podcast and I've, I've posted it on Instagram as well. But like, you naturally become a certain person. You naturally learn what you're capable of, and that just raises your level of self confidence, your level of self esteem. Everything changes about your yeah. life, and that is the exciting bit. It's not necessarily about how you look. It's just it's just an air suit, lad. It's just an air suit. It doesn't matter what you do with your no. air suit. It doesn't matter what your air suit looks like. Yeah, it's about what's going on inside. Yeah, like for me. Like, yeah, this is a good example. I a, we went for a Saturday social, we're calling it. Yeah. We went for a walk around Sefton Park with some of my clients of the week. Nice. Um, and we were talking about doing Snowden. And I'm talking about like, so part of like the new signature program is the, I want you to go and challenge yourself with something. Like I want you to, like there's loads of different stages through this journey that we've set up to challenge you as a person, not just to lose weight, but like, so one of them is like, so we've created, you know, the way Mark has got like the results roadmap. 
Mm-hmm. So it's a it's a iteration of that essentially. So he's sent me the roadmap to twenty five k. Yeah, and I'm going through and ticking off everything, and it's a bit a big. That's a cool. Big I, I, haven't, I haven't seen that. Yeah, that wasn't a thing when I. Was yeah, there. it's 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 part a new part of the coaching concierge. Yeah, so yeah. it's like I'll show you afterwards. Um, there's like I think there's about thirty things on there. Yeah. that you need to nail down perfectly and mm-hmm. in order. Yeah. It's like, if you've got like your email marketing nailed, great. But if all of these other 10 things behind it aren't nailed, it doesn't fucking matter. There's no point moving on. Mm-hmm. So I've literally like the past couple of weeks just had that on the board and been like, okay, nail, like straight back to the beginning, vision planning. Yeah. What's the vision? What's the, what's the mission? So, I'm working through that. And I was like, this fucking works for me. Why the fuck wouldn't it work for our clients? Mm. And so that's what I'm in the middle of, like tidying up and f- putting the finishing touches off. And essentially, they're going to get sent a document. Nice. That is going to be your like roadmap to a level ten life. Yeah. But each point is going to have like a clickable link on this PDF. Nice. That takes them to something, takes them to a task, or takes them to a video, or takes them, Sick. and they can work their way through it. Sick as part of the coaching journey nice. some of that stuff is going to be like plan your own meal yeah. like plan a day of food mm-hmm. plan your own workout this is how to do it Sick. here's a template blah, blah 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 and then some of them as you get further down it is going to be like find someone's find out someone's name in the gym nice you have to go into your gym and you have to ask someone their name and speak to them and find out something about them mm-hmm. you have to one of the best ones because obviously testimonials are massive in our business aren't they like Mm-hmm. hearing it word of mouth from clients one of the challenges is to speak on camera you have to video yourself speaking on camera telling everyone about your level 10 journey mm-hmm. it's it's what great for me yeah nice one <laughs> happy days like market so material you just put that in you need to do this thing for me but then disguise it as yeah like it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, yeah, it's a it's double like, obviously yeah, yeah, yeah. like I'm not going to chat shit about it yeah it's great for me like you're going to tell everyone about yeah. how boss the fucking journey is yeah. but also it's fucking daunting speaking on camera for the first time yeah, I remember I doing it I was like oh my god what am I going to say I know so well, it's, it's, I've told you about the, the six months that I spent recording myself chatting shit in the car on the way to the gym at six in the morning yeah. before I got the courage to actually post it on my yeah, story yeah yeah <laughs> I told you that, haven't I? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's it's daunting, isn't yeah. it? So I was thinking, that's a great one. That's a great one for making you just a more confident human it's being. Like, comforting. Yeah, more confident in your own abilities. Like nice. speaking to a friend of mine yesterday who's still in the army, known him for years. Because he's actually coming up the mountain with us tomorrow. Is he? Yeah, he's off his head. You'll love him. Um, <laughs> he's fucking, he's a, he's a fucking crazy, lovely human. Um, and he was like, that's about the only thing you get from the infantry. You don't leave the infantry with any qualifications, really, other than being good at shooting stuff. <laughs> you can talk, you can stand up in public, you're confident, slash arrogant, and, and cocky, and you can work well in groups, you can work well on your own. You're yeah. very self-assured and confident in your own abilities when you know what you're doing. Yeah. So that's that's all like sort of life stuff that you get. Um, but you don't really get any any usable qualifications that you can put on a CV, no matter how long you've been in. Um but that, that got me, like, that's what it is. That's, that's, you don't get that really in, in other walks of life unless you've done a job that requires it. Do you know what I mean? So for mm. a lot of people, saying about this Saturday social, for a lot of people, they, they don't have it. So like one of the clients, one of the, one of the girls that were on the walk with us, we were saying about like, I want you to do the three peaks. I want you to go and find a challenge, whether it's like a race for life or a, like a 
you know, the obstacle, what are they called? Tough mudder. Yeah. Um, and, and I don't care what it is, just something that you've never done before that's going to push you out your comfort zone. And their response was like, it really hit home for me why this is so important. The response was, oh yeah, maybe like five, 10 years ago, I would have done that. I was like, fuck off. Like, you're not 80. Gary V would fucking rip the head off. Yeah. And <laughs> but the, uh, and, and that cemented in me, right, okay, this this needs to be a thing. Yeah. That why, like, you're under 40. Mm. What are you saying? Mm. What's your life just over now? Because you, <laughs> you, you, you're 40, you're not going to go and challenge, you're not going to, like, push yourself out of your comfort zone. You literally like, got fucking an extra, a double what you've lived so far. Yeah. Most like, likely more. Most likely more by the time yeah. you get to that age with, with like medicine Advanced, and everything, yeah. yeah. Probably like, living to hundred. Yeah. Like, so you've and you've probably the, the Gary the Gary V thing he'll be cringing here because he hates him. Um when he said like you're 30, but you've That's only really so lived the last like 10 years. Like what were you doing up until you were 20? Yeah. You went you went actually like yeah. you just existing, weren't you, until you're like 21? Like you finally fucking got a brain at the yeah, age of You start like trying to progress your life so you've 10 years yeah <laughs> 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 <chats> fucking shit. <laughs> but it's true though isn't it like so you're 40 but what you started so what? getting your shit together 15 years ago yeah so what are you when you're 55 you still you've, probably got another fucking got, 40 years you still got another 15 after that yeah. like what have you done in the last 15 years nothing really right okay we'll fucking do something in the next 12 months <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It just, it just hit home that I was like, okay, yeah, this is, yeah. I need to double down on that part of mm. level 10 life because that is just missing for people, I think. Like Christy over in Dubai is doing a, like a first ever CrossFit competition. So I found her one in Dubai and she's found what I'm, I need to find her one in the UK. Yeah. Stuff like that. Do you know what I mean? Like that, like mm. you said, with like, Changing someone's body like they've never gained. Like the client you put up this morning, they've hit 80 kilos. Yeah. yeah, on, yeah. Was that the story? Was that today or yesterday? Yeah, I seen today. it. Um, you couldn't give a fuck that they were 80 kilos, no, but you give a fuck, fuck that he's it, buzzing that yeah. he's hit 80 kilos. Like it's that. Yeah. That like he's going to carry that with him. Like, like that's a I moment. Rem no, I remember when <coughs> he started. <sighs> never been able to hit 80 kilos. Yeah. Never been able to get past like 75 kilos. Yeah. yeah. Like, Lad, shut up. We'll get to 80. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and we, but this is this is what I love. It's like you're taking someone who once thought that something wasn't possible and just showing them that it actually is very fucking easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Not not easy because it's not very simple and it's achievable. And that that realization for that person that oh my god, I can do anything. Yeah, I just have to keep turning up, and being yeah. consistent. is fucking amazing. And that's what like behind all the transformations and all that. That's the thing. And for you, probably the same thing is like when you get that that person realize that they're in full control. Yeah. They can do whatever they want. Yeah, they, yeah. they can govern their own lives. That's the thing that is most that is most rewarding. So when you're getting these people to realize, oh shit, yeah, I'm, I'm 40, but I can go and do a triathlon. I can yeah. go and run a marathon if I want to. I seen John showed me a video yesterday of like old people Olympics or something. And there, was yeah. a, there was a guy, he was 100 and he was fucking... Oh my God, it was ridiculous. You're doing a 60 meter dash, you did it in 19 seconds, so, which obviously is, is slow yeah. for a normal person, but for a hundred year old, he was literally sprinting. He had good form, good yeah, technique. Yeah, it was yeah. ridiculous. There was some people who were like 80 odd and he just fucking flew past yeah. them. And it's like, 
You can do Seeing whatever like a, you set your mind to. 65-year-old yesterday doing like a 300-plus pound deadlift. Mad. Conventional, not like sumo, like Mad. conventional, ripped it off the floor. Mad. Like, but it, yeah, it, it's just that and it's about when, as coaches, when we found something that's fulfilling and meaningful to us and we want to have this impact on the world, it's about now, right? How do we, how do we take a person from not believing in themselves and being potentially low on confidence, potentially... Uh, uh, the word when I say low on confidence I think a lot of people shut off from that so I'm going to clarify that when I say low on confidence I don't mean you're shy and don't want to speak to people and you're scared to do things but maybe you know that you could have more confidence maybe you just feel a little bit of a fat muppet when you put a top on and you don't want to go out and people are staring at you and you're like oh, I feel like a fat cunt yeah like but it's not affecting you that much, but it sort of is deep down and you you just prefer not to be in that situation. You can still get on with your life. And yeah. It's not crippling you, but it's not ideal. It's not the it's best situation. Comfortably you, uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. Just understanding that, right, you're in that position now. That doesn't have to be your life. That doesn't yeah. have to be your experience. You can have so much more than that. You can just decide not to accept that anymore. Yeah. And literally it's that simple. It's just decide, I don't want that anymore. And once you understand that, you can just make shit happen and you understand that that is in your control. That's fucking unbelievable. That's the feeling I want to bring to people, that feeling of powerful um, unstoppableness. Do you know like what? Nothing can hold you back. If I want something, I'm just going to do it. I'm yeah. just going to make it happen. Do you know what? I'm reading, um, sort of last, I'm not giving a fuck at the minute, and he was speaking about this today. One of the, one of the reasons why that's so difficult for people is because they have to admit they're wrong. So they like, we hate being wrong as as human beings. Do you know what I mean? We like to assume that what we know is right and stuff. It's why we get into fucking arguments about religion and science and fucking how to do a squat properly and range of motion and fucking what Kim Kardashian said is bad or is it good? Like we just, we have to be right. Yeah. And it's, it, the chapter in the book is called um, Assume You're Always Wrong. And it's it's a really I really it's a really good concept that like just assume everything that you say is wrong, everything that you believe is wrong, and then question why you think that and what would happen if you were wrong. And like that there, like, oh but I can't I can't get to 80 kilos or I can't run a marathon or I can't lose four pounds. I can't lose four pounds. I can't lose four stone. Fucking go that'd for be, shit. That would be, <laughs> be sad if someone was that, lacked that much belief in themselves. Go for a shit. <laughs> get a Chinese tonight. Get a really dodgy curry. Go for a shit in the morning. There's four pounds gone. Um, I can't lose four stone. Yeah. But what if you're wrong? Yeah. Like you believe that you think you're right, but what if you're wrong and what would being wrong mean? And that's hard for people, isn't it? Because it shatters it, their identity, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it ends up you end up having to like give up part of your identity, mm -hmm. which is hard for yeah. people. Yeah, one hundred percent. We've spoken about this before, haven't we? Like to get into a position where you are low in confidence, you don't want to like to be more your your clientele and your avatar that you, you're developing is like not being able to go into the gym with confidence. You probably told yourself that you're not the type of person who belongs in the gym. Yeah. So to then shatter your identity and become someone who does go to the gym yeah. it's, it's quite a difficult or probably um in traumatic's the wrong word but like probably psychologically traumatic to completely shatter who you thought you were and then to yeah. move forwards in a positive way though you know what i mean like it would cause a lot of stress psychologically to be able to 
go through that process. It would yeah. be quite psychologically demanding to do. Painful. That. Like it was. Mm-hmm. It was. It was like when we talk about like creating like new neurological pathways in the brain. It's uncomfortable. It's tiring. Like you, you carving new paths in that cement. Like I said the last time we spoke about this. Like it is it takes energy. It is uncomfortable. Yeah, it's not just like uncomfortable. It gives you like a feeling of uncomfortableness yeah. having to challenge that. Um, a really good example of that was a girl who's just started with me this week. Won't name names. Gonna behave this week. Um, <laughs> but said something that I think a lot of people feel was that she one she said two things and I called her out on her shit because this is my new thing on consultation calls. Is I'm just gonna call you out on your shit because people need it. Um. She was like, I hate the gym. She said, I hate the gym. And then followed it up with, I feel like I don't belong there. And I went, I fucking course you belong there. It's a fucking gym. <laughs> I was like, do you want to be in better shape? Do you want to be healthier and fitter? And she was like, yeah. I was like, well, that's what the fucking gym's for. <laughs> like, she was like, but you never see anyone like me. You never see anyone my size in the gym exercising. I'm like, well, no, that's the problem. <laughs> like, well, no, no, not even that. Like they that, were like that once. Now they're not. Yeah. The people yeah, yeah, yeah. who went to the gym and then left are still like that. The people who went to the gym and yeah. stayed and stayed uncomfortable are yeah. now no longer like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, carry on. So that was the first thing I was like, shut up. Shut up. <laughs> like that's exact <laughs> Your issue is the exact reason why gyms exist. Yeah. <laughs> is that you want to lose weight, you want to be fit, you want to be healthier. Great. That's what the gym is for. We've created a thing called a gym for that <laughs> exact reason. You belong there. Yeah. You really do. Yeah. Um, and I can't stress that enough. Don't let social media fool you because fucking everyone on social media has got abs or fucking yeah. a tiny waist. And 99% of people in the gym don't have fucking clue what they're doing anyway. So. Yeah. Um, that's a whole other podcast episode. Yeah. <laughs> and then secondly, I went, okay, let me go back to what you've just said there. You hate the gym. Do you hate the gym? Imagine hating an inanimate object. <laughs> do you hate how you feel when you go into the gym and do you hate the fact that you don't feel confident or like you know what you're doing in the gym? She was like, yeah, that. Well, yeah, that's what, that's what it like, is. Of course it's like it is. Saying, yeah. I, like me smashing me shin off that table and it breaks me like, oh, I hate that table. The yeah. table didn't do anything. <laughs> the gym didn't do anything to you. Yeah. It's how you feel in the gym. Yeah, yeah. That's I've what got you a hate. sore leg now because I kicked it. Yeah. You went into the gym and you're not in a position where you're comfortable and confident so you don't like how you feel in the gym but that's your problem. Fix that. Yeah. You can fix that. You can fix that. I could have not kicked that table and not broken leg. <laughs> that wasn't my decision. <laughs> I'm just going to volley the table and then, and then sue him. <laughs> uh, yeah, but it, it's that like belief of... But again, like it sounds simple when we say it, this is our goal and people pay us a lot of money to do that because it's not simple. It's hard yeah. as fuck. We always, we always joke and I think we said, I think, I feel like I've said this on like the last couple of podcasts, getting someone in shape is so easy on paper. It's literally, the e- it couldn't be easier. I mean, it's complicated, but when we get to the level of education that we're at, it's all just second nature. I don't have to think about yeah. it. It's just like basic. It's it's like breathing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't have to think about it. It's just so easy. But then it's helping the human being navigate around the challenges that they yeah. face in life, psychologically, practically. How do you get that person to just actually move through? Do those two, yeah. To do, do those two, those, do those three or four things that they need to do. That's, that's every day. the art yeah. of coaching. That's the art of getting results. And so that's what these client journeys are about. 
Um, so I'm going to be 100% honest. I need a toilet. Of course he does. Obviously. Honest to God. You, can, you can't hold this for 27 minutes. Be a grown been, up. You I've don't been, need I've the toilet. You feel like you need the toilet. This I've is a been, feeling that you can forget been, about. No, do you know what? Right. I've been holding it since quarter two and it's getting to the point now. Have you ever needed a toilet so much that it then dies down? And you don't need it that much. Yeah. And then it comes back five minutes later and you're about to piss your pants. Well, that's what's just happened. So I'm going to have to go now. But what I'm going to... See how disappointed I am. But look, Every week. But... Every week. I did set you up with a lovely segue to start talking about your client journey. So I don't need to be here for that right now. You don't. But so that's fine. We do this every week. At I least, hey, at least I held the conversation to the point where I set you up, led the conversation down, down a path to set you go. up to speak. Go. Before I left you. So you're welcome. Go. This can be one of the snippets that you pull for us. <laughs> this utter disappointment in his tiny little bladder. It's like a weekly segment. Now, it's like a weekly segment. I don't know. I, mean, I don't know why every week. Set me up to just talk to myself. Okay. Well, fuck him. Fuck his client journey. Fuck everything that he stands for. <laughs> just fuck him. So, my goal for anyone who steps inside level ten is not just about fat loss. Like Isaac's just been saying then about, it's not about like getting someone to lose weight and getting them to build muscle. It's about what that signifies. And for me, that's, it's very similar. The, I want you to believe in yourself more because it's, it's missing in so many people that I speak to. People who sign up or don't sign up with me, who start their journey with us or don't start their journey with us the biggest thing that is missing in every conversation that I have with people is self-belief. And that's what I want to change. I want to change how much self-belief you have. Not self-doubt. You're always going to have self-doubt. I think we spoke about this on the last episode. Yeah. Like self-doubt's a good thing. It means you, <laughs> you, you, you're changing as a person, you're growing as a person. Um, but self-belief is is a bad thing or lack of self-belief I think is a bad thing mm -hmm. because you can have self-doubt you can have a shit ton of self-belief and still have self-doubt mm -hmm. like I fully believe that like this program and Level 10 Life is set out to change people's lives and it fucking will if you follow the program you do the shit it will I've got a fucking shit ton of self-belief there's a fucking shit ton of self-doubt there going yeah but what if it doesn't <laughs> what if you don't fail but I'm still going to do it Yeah, because the self Belief outweighs the self-doubt. Mm -hmm. And for 99% of people who come to us or come to, come to me and come to Rach, the self-doubt, the self-belief's down here and the self-doubt's way up there and it's my job to mm -hmm. outweigh self-belief. Yeah. And that's when, that's when the magic starts to happen and that's, that's, that's what the client journey is all about is mm. over the first 16 weeks is me just sprinkling little things in that give them a little bit more self-belief like go into the gym speak to someone go and create your own workout go and go out for a meal with your friends with your family eat like a cunt eat like a pig and then still have lost weight at the end of the seven days because mm. you've done all of this stuff that's self-belief oh I did that mm. it wasn't me and this is why I always say like when clients say to me, oh my God, thank you. I always say it wasn't me. 
you <laughs> did him. that. Like you did that. I didn't do anything. Yeah. I did. I sat in my office and sent some messages. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like I just clicked some shit on my laptop. I done fucking nothing. <laughs> you went and actioned it all. Yeah. So yeah, I made up that you made up, but it wasn't me. And I want you to know that so that you, again, it just reaffirms that self-belief of, mm-hmm. oh shit, I did do that. <laughs> exactly. And that's what, what I was saying before about <clears throat> when you, when you go through a, a physique transformation, like obviously your, your setup is different, but if you go through a physique transformation, it's the look at yourself in the mirror at the end thing. Oh, wow. That doesn't even look like me. Yeah. 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 I've created this identity going back to what we were saying before about uh, I'm I'm just sort of got I'm in average shape like I I, I I am like blah blah in this fixed mindset and the next minute 16 weeks later you're absolutely fucking diced and then you look at yourself in the mirror and you're blown away that that's even you yeah and that then you start to think well well actually if I can achieve that what else can I do and then there's confidence just starts going up and up and up so it's, it's it's the same shit. So obviously I wasn't here, but that are you saying that's what your biggest goal is to, in the client journey is to build self-belief, self-confidence. Yeah. yeah. I said, and I, and, and I tied it into like, although we've got, we work with different people and we've almost got different like journeys within how we achieve that. It's still very similar. It's mm-hmm. the, I said like, like, you don't give, you don't really give a fuck. You've said it yourself. You don't really give a fuck about the visual. Mm-hmm but more what that visual represents in terms of that person's self-belief and the same for me. Like, mm. what can you now do? Yeah. What do you believe that you can do? Mm. That's what makes the biggest difference in someone's life, I think, isn't it? Like, that's that's what made the biggest difference in my life. Mm. Like, getting on board with Mark and the coaching concierge and stuff and being in them rooms and being like, I fucking belong here. Like, yeah. I've got more self-belief in mm. me now to do this. But so, like, self-belief only comes through action. Yeah. Like we always hear people talking about confidence and self-belief and just be more confident, do this, do that. And it's just like, shut up. You have to earn it. It doesn't just, yeah. you can't just have it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have to actually do something. So you can't lie to yourself. You can't, like this is why I don't like affirmations. I, know, I, I don't know if you still do them, but I know you used to do them. I just think they're stupid. Because I can sit there and look at myself in the mirror and tell myself that I'm amazing. But if deep down I think that I'm a muppet, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm, I know that I'm a muppet. It, it doesn't matter how much I lie to myself. Yeah. But if I show myself that I am amazing and I show myself that I'm not a muppet and I can actually do something and I can actually achieve a physique transformation or I can actually go and build a business or I can actually go and fucking approach a female that I'm scared to go and approach, then that, when you show yourself that, then you start to believe in yourself, but it can't just be something that you just tell yourself. It's, what what are your thoughts on affirmations? Why is it that you do them? Because I I just- I don't do them anymore. Um, I think- you need to like you need to use them in the right way so like you can't have an affirmation that you're not backing up with action so if you're going to have daily affirmations that you use you need to they need to be like relatable to like what you're doing in life right now so like if one of your daily affirmations is i am going to be i'm going to be wealthy or like i am wealthy and you don't invest money you don't understand money you spend money as soon as you get it and you skint all the time, well then that's a fucking stupid affirmation, isn't it? Because nothing in your life is supporting that and it's just a dream. It's like yeah. D. Martini says it's a dream. If yeah. you're not, if your actions, if your life doesn't show that you are actually moving towards that thing in some way, in any way, well then 
it's just a fucking dream. It's just a fantasy. Mm-hmm. It's not even a dream. It's a fantasy. Yeah. Whereas if your affirmation is like, so one of mine used to be because I have like bad self-doubt about like my own abilities as a coach. I'd be like, I am a fantastic coach. And then that day mm. would go and do things to ensure that I was getting better as a coach. So I'd go and yeah. learn something new. I'd go and read a book, learn a podcast, like get a better result for a client that mm. then backs that affirmation up. And then you believe it. And then you begin to believe yeah, it. Yeah. But if like, I'm, I'm fucking, it could be fucking anything. Like I'm, I'm healthy. Hmm. I'm not a fat cunt. Like <laughs> whatever it is, but then you don't back it up with the actions yeah. for the rest of that day. Well, yeah, you know, <laughs> you just chatting shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. And then affirmations don't work. Yeah. So when people say like, I, the, the girl who just started is actually a fantastic example. She said to me, she's, she's obviously, big into we've only had one phone call um and she said to me she's just got a new job and she was like i um i manifested it i kept telling myself that i was going to get this job and i did so we used that in the call i was like great well fucking tell me about where you want to be at the end of this journey you've fucking Mm -hmm. done it with your job let's fucking do it with this Mm -hmm. um but i know she hasn't just gone I want this job and then done nothing about it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? She's gone and worked and like done mm-hmm. all of the stuff that she needs to do that backs that affirmation up, that backs that mm-hmm. belief up. Yeah. Then I think, yeah, they're fucking really powerful because mm-hmm. you just, it's just a constant reminder of what it is that you want. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Rather than it just being a, well, it's a, it's a way to constantly remind yourself I'm of your vision. Isn't it? I'm going to win the lottery. <laughs> saying that a hundred times in the morning. Like, <laughs> it's a constant way to remind yourself of your vision, isn't it? Yeah. I'm going to get this job. So now you go into the day and your focus is getting the fucking job. So obviously all your actions are going to be around yeah. it, then you will get the job. So yeah. I mean, yeah, in, in that context, yeah, it's good. Um, I think that's a huge part of my client journey, but what I want to start, and I've, t- I've mentioned this on the podcast before, what I want to, st- like, well, currently anyway, that's a, a huge part and it still will be, but I think what I want to move towards at some point is some elements and i know some people won't buy into this but there will be certain people who, who there is some element of meditation some element of s- spiritual awakening because i just think that's so much more important than anything that's going yeah. on in the physical world at all yeah, yeah, yeah. like again yeah <clears throat> so like a physical transformation is great and it's an avenue to great self-belief and self-confidence but like that to me is still it, it's still, it's not the whole, it's not the whole shebang. Do you know what I mean? Like you spoke about your journey has led to you feeling, right, this is what's important to me. So you've done fat loss, didn't do anything for you. You realize the fat loss is a, it's got its place, but also it's much more outside of that. About yeah. building. So all that. So you've developed your client journey around that. I've, as I'm evolving as a person, I'm realizing that for me, anything that's going on in the physical world, whether it's a physique transformation or whether it's better self-confidence in your day-to-day stuff is great. But there's something deeper underlying all of that. And if you can't connect to who you actually are and you can't have authenticity and you don't really know, you just, you don't, you're not connected to yourself on a, on a deeper level. Like I could be confident and just coasting through life and not have awareness. And I could have a great physique and be confident in my day-to-day stuff, but not have awareness and not clarity and 
don't have the capacity to just take myself to the next level because I don't have that connection with myself. That's what I want to start to bring in at some point. And I know it's just, again, it's one of them things that a lot of people will switch off to, but some people will invest in it. Yeah. And some people will therefore reap the rewards that I'm looking to bring to the world because that to me is so much more fulfilling because my journey is I've never actually really given a fuck about my own physique. It's more just been like, oh, I want to have a challenge. And I got, and when I started PT and it was just sort of like, oh, I just fell into it. And then you were gassing me up because I got great genetics and I was yeah. like, oh, this is fun. And then got into bodybuilding and then yeah. that became its own thing. And now it's just what I do. But I don't, I don't really, don't really care that much about it. But it's more just like, for me, I, I, I see what it can do for other people. And that has excited me for, the, yeah. for a while. But now I've realised that the thing that actually is love. most important to me. <laughs> what? <laughs> I just want to cut you in there because there's like, there's bodybuilders who can't put on as much muscle as you, have got a worse physique than you, who like just don't really look that good in terms of bodybuilding, who like eat, sleep, breathe shit bodybuilding like love it would die for it like can't imagine doing anything else just want to talk about it all day every day still look a bit shit and you've just sat there like knowing full well that you can get yourself in fucking insane shape going just not even that asked about bodybuilding you know just do it like it's just a thing that I do like just kind of fell into it and yeah it is what it is and look at me <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, it, it's true though. I know like, it is. I know, it, it but just, it's like I, I just don't. Even me watch is laughing at you. <laughs> even me watch has just said, "Ha ha." Yeah, um, I just, I just don't really give a fuck about it. What's more inspiring to me is being able to, because the journey that I've been through and what meditation and yeah. and bringing awareness to myself has brought to me in my life, I want to give that to people because yeah. that's more valuable. That's more. That just transcends everything. You could be a fat cunt with low confidence, but you've got awareness and you've got a good meditation practice. You're sound. Yeah. Like everything in life is fine. Yeah. Your whole family could die, but you've got that sound. Yeah. Honestly, I'm not like that to me is well more important. So what like I, I was, I was, I was thinking, and obviously it's just, I'm not going to be able to do this most likely on my own, but contribute to the reduction of of suffering in the world is something that I want to. I what like mental with. suffering? Just just suffering. Just suffering in general. You can have pain without suffering, and with a good meditation practice and good level of awareness, you don't have to suffer ever. You can experience pain. Yeah, but there's a difference between being in pain and suffering. Do you know what I mean? Or does that sound? sound no. Yeah, I think I kind of get what you mean. So like, something can be. Like a loss in the family is going to be painful, mm -hmm. but then how you choose to respond to that, like it becomes suffering if you then just dwell on it and sit in it and feel mm -hmm. that pain every single day and don't try mm -hmm. and move past it, then it becomes suffering. Whereas if you're very self-aware and you can almost step out of that situation and be like, okay, well, death happens. Mm -hmm. I can't bring them back. Mm -hmm what does this mean for me? Blah, blah, blah. Like whatever, wherever you take your headspace in mm -hmm. that journey, it's no longer suffering. It's just mm -hmm. moving forward. Is that what you mean? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I get him. I get him. I went, you spent enough time around me now. I'm fucking worried if I didn't, didn't I? 
awareness. That's it. Yeah, it's just, just awareness. awareness yeah. Just being able to yeah. being able to to be the observer of of your life. So when you notice these painful emotions coming up, you're like, hey, "That's normal. My family's just died." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is fine. This is normal. I'm I'm just gonna let them play out in the same way that you you'll be meditating and you'll start thinking about fucking whatever hand gel. <laughs> Yeah. You start thinking, oh, whatever the fuck, you know what it's like. I do it. I'm trying to get better at walking meditations. Yeah. Um, remember you were on the podcast the other day. Yeah, obviously you do because you're here. Um, <laughs> stupid sentence to say. What a stupid <laughs> sentence to say. Oh, I'm sorry you had to listen to that and watch that if you're watching it on video. Uh, isn't it? Like, what, what was that sentence? What was that sentence? It was hey, the most pointless do you, sentence. Do you remember when you were here last week? <laughs> Do you remember on the podcast that you turned around to me and went, I'm just going to meditate now? Yeah. yeah. And I really enjoyed that concept. So I've been trying to just mm-hmm. like, and it sort of clicked with me that you can just meditate anywhere. Yeah. Like you can just be on a walk and, and meditate. I remember I told you about that meditation I'd done with on calm and he was like, stop making it a thing. Yeah. Like stop needing to sit in a certain position with yeah. your certain hands this way and do this and yeah. brother, like just be where yeah. you are. Yeah. And I was like, Oh yeah, <laughs> I've been making it a thing. Yeah. So I just walk with the dog now and I'm just like, just going to be here. Yeah, that, that's, all, that's it. all it is. It's literally just observing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that word to me, just when I say the word, it, it clicks with me. It's just yeah. observing. So you can, like, I've now just started meditating because I'm now observing how everything feels in my body. I'm observing the thoughts that are popping into my head. I'm observing, like, so it's, it, in this, going back to what I was saying, it's like, you can have pain without suffering. You just experience the way you say it, you still experience your thoughts when you're meditating. Yeah. A random thought will pop in. You know that's not that's not you. That's not who you are. It's like your yeah. thought is not you. It's just a thought that's been generated by your brain. You can step away. You know that it's not your identity. You can just step put that away to the side a little bit. Same thing with pain and emotions. You're having these horrible, painful thoughts and it's just disgusting. You can just breathe and observe them, let them play out. Yeah. And not be attached to them. They're not you, they're not part of your identity. Yeah, yeah. It's just you let them be, you let them play out and you're just observing them in the same way that I was observing myself in the rain, but I wasn't in the rain. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So good. So good. Such a good little reel as well. Wait, I'm going to minute. you had no pants on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you know what? I was actually trying to explain that to, uh, I guess I went for a steam in a sauna, like the scousest pastime ever. Nice. Um, like, how scouse am I? I went for a steam in a sauna. <laughs> In Prenton, Total Fitness, which is a fantastic gym. Yeah. Like, if it was closer, I'd sign up there. Yeah. Like, it's got a running track around the gym floor on the second floor, like a I think, massive I think one. the order. There's one in Wilmslow. I think it's Wilmslow. The one, I mean. That, that my dad goes to sometimes. Maybe, yeah. But like the, a full maybe the entry meter. one just needs a bit of TLC then, because the entry Total Fitness is... I didn't even know there was one in there. Exactly. It's It's not It's not up to scratch. Like, the Prenton yeah. one is nice. Sick. And like nice people go there. There's like footballers and property investors. So it's like got like a nice yeah. atmosphere that hasn't got like a entry total fitness atmosphere, if you get what I mean. Yeah. Um and I was trying to explain to him about like when I was depressed, like badly, like at my lowest point, and when it sort of clicked for me the when I was speaking to the guy in DCMH, which is like the Department for Mental Health in, in the army. And it just I don't know how I can't remember exactly how he explained it but he was like it basically just clicked that it's not me like mm. I'm not depressed yeah I've just 
feel depressed mm. so I can change that feeling. Mm. It's like, I'm not, I, not, and it was almost like, but I wasn't into meditation or anything like that at the time, but it was almost, it was that really, it was that stepping out of it and going. It's like, it's very subtle, isn't it? Okay. So I'm not depressed. Yeah. I, and it, it, I'm probably just repeating myself now. So if you don't really get it, it doesn't help, but it's like, I've just felt this feeling <laughs> and, and a separate part of me looked yeah. at me feeling that feeling and went, okay, we'll fix that then. Yeah. And then I was able to almost have two parts of me. This fucking yeah, depressed yeah. me. Yeah. And this other part of me that was going, right, we need to fix this, not bad. Yeah. It's just, and that's it's, what it's, was going it's, on. It's so unbelievably subtle, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It was it's just weird. literally it was just like, a small step back. Yeah. And you're like, it's Jack. Like I'm still depressed. It's Jack. And yeah. It's I. Yeah. I'm still depressed. But also there's like this other part of me that's going, okay, well, let's fucking fix this. Let's fix that. Yeah. Depressed bit of the knobhead. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. Depressed bit of the knobhead. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still a knobhead, whether I was fucking depressed or not, but there's the depressed knobhead and then there's the other knobhead. Yeah. Because you, you are, you are not your thoughts. Yeah. You are not your emotions. Yeah. yeah. They're just things that happen. Um, yeah, I think we, we haven't really actually touched on the client journey. When, when did, did you want to speak about any actual practical things or just sort of the, the aims of I, it? Well, I think t- because we didn't want to get too much into the nitty gritty of like, this is exactly how we yeah. do it. Like, this is what I wanted to talk about with you is because we yeah. got very similar views, but mm. different mm. in who we work with and what, what, what we kind of do along that journey with a client. But I just mm. thought it'd be yeah, yeah. good for people to be like, Especially if you if you aren't yeah. at that end goal right now, and you do like feel like like a lack of confidence, or you don't like your body, that hopefully you've listened to this today and gone, okay, well, yeah, maybe it is a lack of self belief. Maybe it is like there are things that I can do mm. to change that, mm. and maybe potentially seeing like an avenue to go down and go, okay, I'm gonna try that. Yeah, one hundred percent, and also an opportunity to get to understand the. We don't just do fat loss yeah. and change people's bodies. It's a lot more than that. Yeah. That's why my program's called More Than Muscle because it's basically got nothing to do with building muscle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just a bit of it. It's one small piece in the jigsaw, but the, the real result is the, the, the transition in the person. I think that's what I've probably struggled with the most um, is articulating that. That was the word I was looking for. That's why nice. there was a little... Um, a little struggle to articulate. I struggle to articulate the, the word articulation. Um, yeah, struggle to articulate that it is more than, and I think that's become a lot clearer for yeah. me to be able to put it into words. What, what is the journey? What are you getting involved in? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why I've been fucking really busy the last couple of weeks because now people get it. They're like, yeah, I want some of that. <laughs> <laughs> fucking knackered. I'm being completely honest. That's why I took a day off today. Nice. Yeah. Beautiful. So that's good. Beautiful. Should we wrap it up? Yeah. Happy days. Good. Thank you all so much for listening. If you're here at this point, thank you for listening all the way through. If you did listen all the way through, don't forget to leave us a review, a five star rating, nothing less. Because why <laughs> the fuck would you do that? Why would you do four? You just have to be a bad muppet, wouldn't yeah. you? Five stars and a nice review would be beautiful. So thank you. Um, if you're on Spotify, can you even do a review? I think you just got to do a rating, haven't you? I think you just got to do a rating, haven't you? It's easier so, on Spotify. Wherever you're listening. Or watching on YouTube, subscribe, leave us a comment, ask us questions. And thank you for listening. See you next time.